temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, we welcome you in our Warriors Weekly Podcast for 95.7 The Game. It's John Dickinson. It's Matt Steinmetz. And and Steiny, I'm just going to get right to the point here. Warriors have won nine in a row. Klay Thompson's hitting big shots. Some of the younger players are are starting to contribute a little bit in the regular season. And uh Warriors look like they were in a in a tough place a couple of weeks ago. And 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 now they look like they're ready to battle Phoenix, maybe for the one seed in the Western Conference. Yeah, I mean, what I was thinking when I was watching that game last night, uh, especially at t- in the second quarter when Warriors had, I think they had Curry Thompson, Iguodala. Pool and Kaminga, I think. And I was just thinking that they were missed or Looney might have been on the floor. And I was just thinking, you know what? This team's like they have five guys who are on the championship team still playing. And what what I'm saying is I I think you got to start looking at them as a championship team. And and from this point, not not that I'm saying from this point on, but for me. For this point on, I'm looking at them, okay, how do they win a championship? It's not, it's not about they're, they're going to be a top four seed. They're, they're clearly deeper than everybody thought. Uh, Clay's better than everybody thought. And, you know, something's gelling. So uh, what I'm thinking is, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, they're – they're one of the four teams or five teams, whatever you want to do, that can win it. And so now, now I just start thinking, all right, what has to happen for them to win it? No doubt. And uh, I, I pause here briefly, and we, we don't have to get – I know there, there was a trade a little bit earlier. There's actually been another trade that's just gone down. Uh, oh, my. The C.J. McCollum trade right. uh, earlier going from Portland to the Pelicans. And just as we're sitting here, I, I saw it pop up. Uh, the Pacers and the Kings have locked in a deal. The Pacers and the Kings. Uh, and here's the report according to Woj. <laughs> Demonis Simonis is going to Sacramento right. a- along with Jeremy Lamb uh, and Justin Holiday, And the Kings, and this is surprising to me, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald uh, and Tristan Thompson are going the other way. So we don't have to spend too much time on it, but it did just break as we're, as we're recording this. Uh, I'm surprised that they're, that the Kings are moving off of Tyrese Halliburton and they're sticking with the Aaron Fox. That, that seems to be a, not a great idea. <laughs> I can't believe it. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, at the column trade, 
on the surface, you're like, huh? But you got like that one. I got I got to look really followed as as much as you know other teams. But I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but Halliburton's the one guy I wouldn't have given up. Like the one the one guy to me who is salvageable in in. So what that tells me is. And I don't know why they would think this because he's doing this for the Pacers and they're 20 and 35 or whatever they are. They think they think Sabonis can be like great. But he's already putting up numbers. So but what else could they be thinking? I mean, I, I would have liked this move if it was just De'Aaron Fox and 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 you were keeping Halliburton. Like, I would like that better. Like, I would rather build it around Halliburton and Mitchell and Sabonis and then whoever. Maybe you're going to trade Harrison Barnes in the next couple of days. I, I don't love it. I, I just, to me, you're picking the wrong guy to build around when you're picking to build around De'Aaron Fox, who's had five years and he's still not even an all-star. It's, I mean, <laughs> it's mind-boggling. Like it, yeah, it, it just seems like it's an awful trade on the surface. And maybe I'm who else? Who's the second player going from Indiana to the, the Kings? Uh, Justin Holiday and Jeremy Lamb. So, you know. Yeah. Hey, you summed it up. So, you know, <laughs> and I, I think mean, that's a terrible deal for the Kings. It, it really does seem that way. I mean, that's and again, maybe need a little time to digest it or whatever, mm -hmm. but. Uh, and we don't have to spend the, you know the rest of our 20 minutes on it but that's that's a little bit of a stunner while we're on it just what did you think of the McCollum deal i mean portland has been in this mode for a while where they clearly were going to tear it down other than dame and you know he's been out and so they're they're in a position where i don't think they care about trying to get into the play in tournament or anything like that they're just trying to build a new team around him to entice him to stay and and to try and try and contend better than than the last group did which honestly is going to be tough cuz for all that group's faults they still made it to a conference finals a couple of years back yeah it feels to me like it, portland they missed their window to win it all not that they not that they they blew anything, but if they had a if they had a a crack in the window, that's gone. Um, but also, I feel like they've missed their window to trade their two one of their two big boys. Apparently, um, that's one though for sure that I gotta I gotta wait to see some of these guys who go from the Pelicans to the to the Blazers and and um, but I mean the Pelicans right now I think are in the play in game so. Or close to it. I think they're 10th. Yeah, they got in. They flipped last night into that spot because Portland's been losing and they won. So, yeah, they're 10th right now. I mean, is it preposterous to think that Zion comes back in a month or two and, and now all of a sudden they got some names out there they're throwing out there, McCollum and Ingram and Zion? Yeah, I, I think I – think all of these teams, actually, whether it's the Pelicans or Portland or Sacramento, I think the 10 spot is so bad right now. And I'm looking at it. You're, you're 21 and 32. You're in the 10. So if yeah. you're 21 and 32 and you're in the 10, then that means you could make a bunch of moves and 
like, could you really get that much worse than being in the like? I almost think all three of those teams are thinking we'll change the mix, and you know, it might be a 34, 35 win team anyway. But that still might be enough, so you might as well change the mix at this right. point. Right. the The bottom line is that if you're thirteen, if you're if you're, bottom line is you can stink and still be within sniffing distance of tenth. <laughs> Exactly. So let's get back to the Warriors again. Trade deadline coming up and and some pieces are starting to move. Uh, But Go ahead. I'm looking at this Kings trade and I I don't like Buddy Heald a lot, but (laughs) I mean, Halliburton and Heald. I, you know, I, I wouldn't give up Halliburton for Sabonis. Me, I don't know about you. And if, and maybe, I don't know, maybe he, maybe Heald lessens the value, but he's not that useless, Buddy Heald. I mean, yeah. So I don't, that's all, I don't know, but I, I don't know about that trade. Yeah, the, the instant reaction is, and look, Heald had to go. I think he might be a, a addition by subtraction, yeah. to be honest, for that team. But, okay. again, you're giving up shooting and you're giving up playmaking and you're giving up a young guard. Like, I think at this point, Halliburton has the potential to be a better player faster than even De'Aaron Fox was. And, and a winning player, a player that's more conducive to, to being on a team that actually is going to be a playoff team. Like to me, in his second year, Halliburton already is trending to be in a much better place by his third, fourth, fifth year for sure than De'Aaron Fox was. Like we know who De'Aaron Fox right. is now. Fifth year in, gets his numbers, still not even an all-star isn't carrying a team or leading a team to a legitimate you know, playoff spot. Sure. Maybe a 34 win 10 seed, but like, it's not like, to me, that's the guy, like I would have no problem with this trade. If Fox was in the trade and Halliburton was not in the trade, like I would say, all right, fine. You're, you're reshuffling the deck. You're building around your two young guards, Mitchell and, and Halliburton. And now you're bringing in Sabonis and some other veteran wing players. Fine. Like let it like I would have no problem with that, but the sense here is that they are, as had been reported a couple of weeks ago, they think they can get there. They think they can still build it around Fox. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm with you there. I mean, good luck with that because I don't think this like this combination is probably worse than the previous combination, but at the same time, it it I mean, just. Now you're losing a young guard that could have been something for you. Yeah, I mean, I could see them thinking, all right, the Kings are thinking that, uh, you know, Sabonis has another level <laughs> that, like, that he has another level, that he's that he's can be um, somebody like, I, mean, I don't want to say Bird, that's ridiculous, but somebody like... Uh, <laughs> Gosh, nobody's even coming to mind, but but a far more dominant player than he is now, and guys can play off him, and and clearly he's looking to uh, uh, Mar- Monty, Monty Morris or McNair. Monty, Monty McNair. 
Monty McNair. <laughs> Uh, clearly he's thinking, all right, Fox Barnes and Sabonis, who's going to be really good. We got Rashawn Holmes. I I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. All right. Let's, let's get back to the Warriors. Player for the, uh, that's right. My bad. No, it's all right. Let's, let's get back to the Warriors. Um, they won nine in a row. Uh, the, things are clicking. Yeah, I was I was thinking about this last night. Uh, you know, maybe the mark, maybe there is a greater margin for error for this team than than we were giving them credit for. And, and what I'm talking about is, you know, Steph and Clay have, have found it on the same night a little bit more than they had been, but they're also they're also not shooting it great every single night either. But this right. team's able to win enough. And I know it's a regular season versus playoffs, but I guess what I'm getting at is maybe Steph and Clay only have to be great together twice in a seven game series, even against a good team. Maybe it's not four times because this team still has enough that they do defensively, enough other good players, enough areas where they can exploit an opponent to where it can be maybe a little bit more like it's been lately where even on the games where Steph and Clay aren't shooting it well throughout the game, they're coming up with some big shots in the fourth quarter. They're coming up with some big shots down the stretch in games and they're helping this team win, but they're in that position because others, whether it's pool, whether it's, it's Wiggins, whether it's Kaminga, whoever it is, they're, they're getting enough auto porters come through. Like they're getting enough in other areas to where, the two heavy hitters can carry them down the stretch and they can win. I think some of that does translate, especially in the early, you know, earlier in the second round of a, of a series of a playoff. You know, I just keep, keep feeling like they haven't, like you can make a case that the Warriors haven't been together and they have another level, but I kind of feel like, so many of the other teams that they've played or that, that have played, that they played have another level. You know what I mean? Uh, just, I just don't feel like anybody's played great against them. And I feel like some of the teams they've played against who are buttoned up have exposed them a little bit, like Milwaukee, um, you know, Phoenix. Phoenix obviously beat them. I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I, I expect – I expect the teams – I expect the Warriors to get better, but I expect the other teams to get better too by the end of the season. At least, the you know, I, I expect the, the Nuggets to be better. And I think you're starting to see that a little bit with Dallas and the Nuggets. Um, Utah obviously has got to figure it out a little bit. But, like, I guess what I'm saying is it, it can't be this easy and they're just going to get to the NBA Finals. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they've played well enough this year to well, here's what I think. I think if they, I think if they maintain their level of play, they might get to the NBA Finals. But they shouldn't. That shouldn't be good enough. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I think I, I don't. I, I think they're. I, I think they can play better, and I sure hope they have to play better to win a title. Yeah, I. I I think we've seen, I mean, to me, a lot of it depends on the matchups, but I think we've seen that they're not going to have to be perfect to beat Phoenix. 
Like, I think, I think we know, like I, they're, they're not going to have to be as perfect as maybe we would have said in November, if that makes sense. Like I, I just like Phoenix is a really good team, great team, whatever, but it's just as fragile for them against the Warriors as it would be the, uh, if you know, the other way around, like Memphis for as tough as they play the Warriors, right? The Warriors have shown that they can beat Memphis shorthanded. Like it's not like in a, in a single game. Now that doesn't mean if you take Draymond or Wiggins or somebody away for a series, you know, then we're having a different conversation, but, but I think, you know, there can be a game where, Hey, maybe in game one, Porter goes off for 20 and maybe in game two, Jordan Poole scores 28 and, and, and you're up 2-0, and, and we're looking at the numbers and it's like, boy, Steph was 40% in the first two games and, and clay, you know, Clay was five of 15 in the first game and, and a little bit better in the second game. Like, I do think that margin for error does exist to a greater extent than maybe we've given enough credit to it to this point. Well, I guess maybe that's why I, I came in talking about how I'm looking at them as a championship team now. Because to me, the reality is I don't think they were very good last night. And I'm looking at this. Oklahoma City team so they got the Golden State Warriors coming into their place and they committed 10 turnovers when they're by the time there was four there were four minutes left in the second quarter they had 10 turnovers remember they showed a graphic it looked like the Warriors were kicking the ball all over and they showed the the graphic and it said Oklahoma City 10 turnovers and the Warriors seven and I'm thinking how, how can you be how can you be a team like the Thunder I'm not just. I'm not saying they're a terrible organization or anything like that. I'm just saying, how can, how can you be a team like the Thunder, who has a big boy at home, and they turn it over ten times? It, it's just, they're just never. They're not going to win that game. Like that's a night that the, the Thunder have to play better. But the Warriors, to me, they might have gotten beaten by sixteen teams last night. I thought, but maybe that's a sign of a good team. Hey, they know the level that they have to play. Well, and, but they don't, they don't do that when they go play a better team. I mean, and that's, and like, we used to get into this conversation a lot. Like they, they'd go in and play some of the lesser teams and not play great. And then they'd have one great quarter or they'd have a great eight minute stretch. I mean, they didn't even need to do any of that last night. They, they pretty much had control of the game by the early part of the second quarter and held control of the game really throughout. I mean, I know it got, it got a little tight down the stretch, but it was one Clay Thompson. Like that, they were never losing that game last night. No. Uh, once it got down the stretch, and, and I guess that's what I'm getting at is, you know, they didn't play that game in Utah on New Year's Day. They, they played a much better game that they didn't play that game in Phoenix on Christmas Day, even shorthanded. Like they know when they got to be buttoned up, and I think they've got a level that they can get to in those types of games that has to look, it's not perfect. It's not a finished product. I think, you know, if you're telling me they got to play the Lakers and the Grizzlies and the Suns, and then maybe Milwaukee, and that's your four round path. Look, that's going to be a gauntlet and you're going to have to stay healthy. And there will be times along the way where they look vulnerable. I'm not saying that at all. I just think that they are better equipped than probably, I mean, every other team, with maybe the exception of the two teams that were in the finals last year of 
of of winning it. And and I think there's even a little more margin for error with them against Phoenix than I think we're seeing because they have shown an ability to make Aiton less of an issue. And they have shown, you know, Booker hasn't played well against him, to be honest. Like, Booker's kind of stunk against them. And if that's going to be the case, the Warriors are going to be in good shape. Chris Paul can get his numbers and and control the game, but but yet you know, down the stretch, he's not, you know, the Curry's the guy that's shimmying and hitting the big shot and making plays happen, uh, you know, to 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 win. And so um I, I think I think this team is showing that that they've got what they've got what it's gonna take assuming they have their own health to to be able to win these and they may have a few more ancillary players that are able to contribute well like like not not 25 minutes a game but but there's gonna be the game where Kaminga played 15 minutes and it was a really good 15 minutes and kind of like last night like they had nothing going last night I thought Kaminga flipped the game like he just came in and they they start running a little pick and roll and he's he's flying around and all of a sudden they don't have really an answer for him and I know it's OKC but then the Warriors are ahead and they just take off they're never really down the rest of the game like I think they've got four or five players that can do some semblance of that on a given night. Well, and that's really the you know to me the last part guys who can do that on a given night like what kind of night are we talking about? Because the one, the one thing I think is possible is look, we're, we're, we're judging guys by the 50th, 50, 55th game of the season where everything's clicking pool Wiggins and Kaminga haven't really even been to the playoffs. It's pool and Kaminga have never been to the playoffs. Even Wiggins only been there one year, that five game series. And I, I just think that's going to be something like, yeah, everything's everything's fine and good right now, but it's going to get to the playoffs. And then those guys are likely to struggle more than they did during the regular season, as far as I'm concerned. Maybe I'm wrong. And that's where, okay, well, what about our championship players? Well, Andre Iguodala with this back – you know, I, I was texting you this, this last night. You know, the, like basically, let's look at it this way: if the Warriors go to the finals, you have to play twenty plus playoff games, right? That's four or five game series, probably more than that. But let's just use twenty conservatively, right? You think Iguodala is going to play more than ten of those games in the postseason when they're playing every, when they're playing every other night a lot? Yeah, I mean, I I think he I think what it looks like is Iguodala plays, let's say, you know, five games in the first round, and then maybe it's two more in the second round, and then he needs a break, and then he's back in the conference finals, and then maybe he's got to miss a game. I I, I mean, I I'd, I'd say ten is is a fair number. I mean, I'd I'd probably take the over on that, assuming because the one thing we don't know about Iguodala right now is would he be playing like like if last night was a playoff game in a 1-1 series would he have played 25 minutes and been fine or well, or, or that that honestly would say uh tell me where we are in the playoffs is it game is it game two in my in the first series yeah I'm walking off 
Is it Western Conference Finals Game Six? I'm a hang in there. I, I don't think I mean, you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I guess can they win it without a good? Like I, I'm, I'm starting to think they can win it without a Gudala. Well, see, that's and that's exactly what I'm getting at. Is to me, it's never going to be as cut or. When I think of without Iguodala, I think of him going down tomorrow with the season-ending injury. And the reality is that's not how it happens most of the time. It happens with, uh, you know, and, I, and you might, you're probably better at this than, than I am, but I think I, we've talked about this before, but over the course of the Warriors' five championship years, when they went to the finals, they played a lot of games without one or two, like this – They've played games without Curry. They play games without, I think Durant missed a series once, maybe. Clay certainly, I think Clay's missed, you know what I'm saying? So they've, you know, I'll bet they've played with their normal starting five 75 or 80% of the time, maybe 80 in the playoffs, something like that. So they, I mean, they've been healthy, but they've won without guys. They have. I mean, they won the whole conference finals in in 2019 without Durant, and and they've you know they've had Is that against, Detroit, Portland? against Portland. Yeah, they they won that whole series, so it swept them. They got a break there, sure, but I don't know who they were gonna. I mean, yeah, if that had happened when you play in the, but that's part of the deal though. Like if that happens in the year where you play Houston, maybe you don't win. In fact, you probably don't. But you know what? It didn't. It happened the year you played Portland, and it. Right. And I when Curry even, went, I wasn't even thinking about a team that uh, that beat him. I was thinking, just give me a team that'll take him to six there, going into the finals. You know what I mean? Well, That's- yeah. And I think the one thing you got to keep in mind is the war. It, it is. It's fragile in all areas, right? Like, and what I mean by that is, if if Draymond Green misses a series against the Grizzlies, let's just say, the right. Warriors are in big trouble going into that series. But you know what? John Morant could roll his ankle, too, and and the Warriors are sweeping. Like, it's, you know, Chris Paul could, you know, all of a sudden he's got a hammy, you know, that pops up, and that series is over in five, as opposed to maybe being a, a seven-game series. And the same thing you could be – you could say the same thing about the war. Like as much as we are concerned about the the Draymond injury, and and he gave an update since we last talked about that, and you know, sounds like he's coming back at some point in March, and the hope is that he'll be all right. But what I'm getting at is, I think the Warriors are as equipped to to handle a guy missing here or there as well as any other team. But if you're telling me a big boy is going to be taken away for an entire series, well, then that's going to be trouble. But that's the world that everybody lives in. Like if if Drew Holiday goes down in the finals, well, that's probably going to be the diff. You know, that's probably going to determine who wins the finals. If it's the Warriors and and the Bucks or the Suns and the Bucks or whoever it is, right? I, I do think though, uh, I think it's fair to keep more of an eye on the Warriors because their stars are older. You know what I mean? Um, like who do we keep, who are we keeping an eye on health wise more than everybody? Like we don't look at Ja, like we look at LeBron, Anthony Davis, Steph, Draymond, Clay. So 
I guess I guess what I'm saying is, uh, you know, how old's Drew Holiday? He's Curry's age, right? Yeah, he's early 30s, I think. Yeah, I, I guess what I'm saying is, I would expect players 30 and older to get hurt a little bit more than under 30, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that, no, that makes sense. Uh, John Dickinson, Matt Steinmetz, our Warriors Weekly Podcast here uh, for, for 95.7 The Game. We got we got to touch on this before we get out. Like, just what do you think of 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 Kaminga? We've seen a little bit more of Moody, uh, and and just where things continue to stand with with James Wiseman. I mean, I, I asked Bob Myers point blank last week. You know, what's a what's a reasonable expectation for for Wiseman? And and you know, are you worried that if something happens to to one of your bigs that you almost have to make a move to protect yourself just in case. And the, the answer was he didn't know as far as what is reasonable on Wiseman, but the answer as far as the, the bigs were sounds like Draymond's coming back. Wiseman is coming back at least. And Looney's Looney's playing you know, as much as he's ever played. They're not making a move for a big at, nope. at the, at the deadline. Nope. Uh, and it might bite them. It might, but uh, they listen. They've clearly talked about this a lot and said, and listen. They obviously still believe Wiseman can give them some minutes. Let's say the last twenty games of the year. How many have they played? Now, man, maybe not twenty now anymore. Well, yeah, last twenty games of the year. Let's say. Um, so he can still help. Uh, Kavon Looney, they're probably like, Hey, this is his year. He just turned 26. He's going to play like a, you know, we're, maybe this is his Iron Man season. You know, we think, you know what? Maybe this is year Looney's healthy. So they're just going to play him like that. And then Draymond is right now expected to come back, you know, right before money time. And he's Draymond Green. So you believe in that. So I think the Warriors have gone through every scenario like, okay, what if Looney gets hurt? Well, if I mean, and I don't mean, well, I mean, yeah, that's an issue. If Looney gets hurt, well, now you got to start thinking about where, where's Wiseman exactly. And if he's not ready to go now, they got to, then I think they got to go out and get somebody. Right. And that, no doubt about it. At that point, they would have to go out and get somebody. But then, who are you going out and you getting at that point? That's really going to be a factor, anyway. We we could come up with a list of names who could play fifteen minutes for this team. But then they who are they? worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I give it up. Who are, who are, who are they waving outright? And I think it would – look, we go back and forth on this. I think it would have to be Bielitsa. Like, and, and the re- – and, might be and at this point. The, the guy that it wouldn't be, it would be Damian Lee. I mean, they, I, like, to me, it would – I would consider – I've said this. I would consider Juan Toscano Anderson as the guy because I think Damian Lee's ahead of him in the pecking order as far as being a, a wing player and and can make a three consistently. But I think Bielitsa would be ahead of – like, think of it this way. Juan Toscano Anderson is kind of a 4-5, but he also can play some three, right? Like Bielitsa would be ahead of him on the in the big depth chart, right? And Lee would be ahead of him on the wing depth chart. So wouldn't that make it like almost in a way a no? But I don't think they would. I don't think they would do that. I I don't think. And and that's the bigger picture point. I think when it comes to 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 what Bob Myers had to say, they they like the team. Stein like they like the team that they have, and I think they want to keep the 15 plus two that they have right now going into the playoffs and hope that they're healthy enough to be able to make the, the, the run with it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree with that, but I, you know, to me, you're right. You, I, I look at it in a way, Looney, uh, Wiseman and Draymond all in the same boat because they all are, they're, their big guys essentially. And, you need all three. Well, you don't need all three of them. You need two of them. You must have two of them almost full time, I believe. And the reality is they've got to be Draymond and they've got to be Luke. Final one for you here. And is, is until, and if Wiseman can give you anything, great. So until they find something out about Looney, I'm sorry, something about Draymond or Wiseman definitively, they're not going to, you're right, they're not doing anything. How much is Kaminga playing in a playoff series right now? Good question. I don't know. I don't know. I want to see how all these guys play in the playoffs. Pool, I want to see how I really want to see how Wiggins plays in if you know if they get into a second round series. Because I have a feeling he's actually going to be half decent. I, I actually think Wiggins has a chance to like I I I like the one thing he's the one thing he's and I don't know where the transition comes or when you start thinking about guys differently, but man, like to me, everything he does is the same as he ever has done it like shooting or, but he's just making more shots, you know, like he'll, he'll yeah. just take a dribble and, and get an 18 footer. Well, he could do that in Minnesota too. And you know what? He'd miss every other one. <laughs> Every other one he'd miss, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, and then he'd drive to the lane and he'd make a finish. And then he'd drive again and he would. Like, he just he just didn't make enough shots. And now, in the context of the Warriors, 
you know, Curry gives it up and now Clay gives it up and shot clock's getting to six and he's got a guy who's two inches smaller than him on the wing and he knows he can just rise up. It's like now all of a sudden he's making more than that. Like he's just making more of those shots and he's getting to the rim and making finishing more around the rim. It's not, it has not been like dramatic, but it's definitely been uh, uh, an uptick. No, it has, and it gives him a chance. All right, let, let's call it on that note. Uh, we got a little derailed by the by the big Sacramento Indiana trade, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll reconvene here uh, at some point in the next few days. We'll give you a bonus one. We didn't have one last week. We'll give a bonus one for next week. So for Steiny, I'm JD. We'll talk to you again soon here. Uh, Warriors Weekly Podcast, ninety-five-seven. The game. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 